All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I hate to break the fishing news after M check, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Episode 290 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Uremchuk. Jay, Wanye, Bag Milk, Chalmers, everyone is here. This podcast is brought to you by the HGA Group, which I say glowing things about to start every podcast because they are our friends. I was going to have my liner here, but my computer is not working. So uh, HGA you got to get Group. into like what they're about. Like, so you can go to HGA if you're a business owner, and they will give you like legal advice. They have accountants. If you need something to do with marketing, they have a whole marketing arm. They have a graphic design arm. Like you can go there as a business owner and get a variety of things from one group of professionals. Mm -hmm. Rather than trying to figure out who the hell anybody is in the market, go to one company. They'll handle it all. A la carte, if you will. A la carte. We've used them for our bookkeeping and accounting services. Yeah. They really clean things up for us. Thank you, HJ. We are using them for the reboot, revamp, new look, dailyfaceoff.com. Huge. Tease you. Huge yeah. announcements coming down the pipe for that. Just this week, wait. potentially. This week, if we can get our shit together, we're trying. Uh, <laughs> we've got Josh Park on the case. Uh, we're, we're just, cake? we just want, what's that? Is it a cake? No, uh, there'd be a cake in normal time. There's, uh, there's a border issue with the cake. There's a border issue with the cake. Uh, so read into that as much as you want. Uh, so that's fucking exciting. <laughs> and they are now, so because we're doing all this crazy stuff at Daily Face Off next year. We have to create a bunch of like visual assets and pitch documents because essentially daily face off is going to become a channel. So we need to like go to market and build all this out and hopefully land some national sponsors to join us for the new look rebooted daily face off 
powered. We by used to our... run around everywhere and work with all these great people, but they were all one-stop shops. Oh, it's it's yeah, and then, and it's to the next person. It's always, and so it's just like piecemeal Frankenstein stuff that we've been working with throughout the years. But now we're dealing with pros, so like they're working on this crazy high-level dock that's going to have like video integration and audio integration. There might even be a clip from the real-life podcast in this dock that we go around okay. sending to advertisers. Oh, and Wilson, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 Oh, wow. 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 Put that in your fucking presentation, Johnny Corporate. Wow. So, needless to say, we are using HJ uh, and they're helping us with the most important stuff of our lives. Wow. And they asked us, they were like, Can we advertise your podcast? We we're like, uh, what the fuck? They're like, Well, we listen to it because we work with you. We're like, uh, I guess. And then wow, lo and behold, if they're not our advertiser too. Best company wow. ever. Wow. wow. When your accountants pay you, wow. <laughs> Some of that. All right, cool. So there you go. That was a, that was a <laughs> hell of an ad read for HGA. HGA. Group. Getting their wow. money's worth. Wow. Um, all right. There's something I want to do right off the bat before we get too sidetracked. Once in a while, we have current or former professional athletes on our podcast, but there is one who listens to the podcast. Whoa. We've, we, well, we've talked about him before. Um, wow. But Eric, Eric Sabrowski, one of the uh, few professional baseball players from uh, the city of Edmonton, made his professional debut over the weekend down in Fort Wayne. Two innings pitched, one walk, two hits, one earned run, four strikeouts in two innings. Uh, shout out to Eric Sabrowski, listener of all oh. the Oilers Nation podcast. <laughs> Big Oilers fan, made his pro debut, did a good job. Also offered to let us, perhaps, if, it, if schedules work out, to sit in and take some pitches. Sorry, Eric. I'm so gonna scared. I'm taking you yard, bro. <laughs> Buddy, good <laughs> fucking luck. Do you know how I wouldn't fast, even hit it? I wouldn't even how, hit it. Like we know we know what miles per hour these guys throw at, but like dude, that's, that's like a millisecond. It ha- it happened so fast. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Well, good it was uh it was pretty cool to see that on the weekend. Thanks, Mel. Um, good for yes, him. We have we have a kid on my U11 team oh, who's our, who was our starting who was our starting pitcher. I don't even think one of us would get a hit off of him. He throws yeah. So, yeah. so I've been talking about on Oilers Nation Radio how I would want to just stand in the batters or uh, stand at the plate and look at what it looks like to come. And uh, electronic Jordan over what the weekend. What it looks like, like to come. Well, yes, the baseball that is Chalmers. Get your mind out oh. of the gutter. Oh, what it looks like to have a baseball wow. thrown at you. And <laughs> yeah. Electronic Don't Jordan over the weekend sent me a 98 mile an hour POV of a Jack Lighter fastball. And that shit is intense. Yeah. That yeah. is intense. I wouldn't hit it. Do you, does anybody here think that you could, let's say Eric's up here. Tosses like, a fastball no, right down Broadway. No, we've gone over this. Contact? I could bunt no. one. I could bunt one. No, no you wouldn't. You'd break one. your hand. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. I could bunt one. You would hear no. it. You would hear it go past you and hit the glove before you even fucking knew what was happening. I could bunt one. I'm gonna I could bunt one. No, I can fucking bunt one. I don't care. That is one. That is a hill I will die on. No. I could not swing and hit one, but best believe I could bunt one foul and get out anyways jay there are two things that would happen if you bunted the ball either you would just tick it and it would go foul or you'd bunt it right into your own face full and cage going full cage <laughs> oh yeah you'd have to go full. like if i'm standing in there i want it into your own face i'm going inflatable sumo suit full cage and i'm bunting. So you you think he'd watch it come and then it would go all into his face 
Stop you know it, what? Chalmers. This is a family fucking These podcast. These clips are writing themselves. Yeah. You. <laughs> I will Jesus. not have that shit on this podcast. Yeah, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, I wanted to get that shout out out of the way. By the also, way, uh, oh. since you mentioned Eric Zabrowski, his he DM me the other day. His pick for a no cup NHL player. Oh, Brent Burns is his pick. I like it. What? You think they, Brent Burns stands in front of the net, cross-checking people with no cup on? Yeah, mm. I can see that. He, he's a wild man out there. I so see, and I pick. think I think the no cup players are like fringe wingers, like Phil Kessel. I think Phil Kessel would be a no cup guy. What? Right, You're like a guy who doesn't get involved in the mix too much. He kind of he's a veteran guy too, so he knows where to go. He just sort of you hands are out asking for an inverted penis. You are asking for an inverted penis, not wearing I, a cow. You get I, hit. Your insides are outside. Your outsides are inside. You got no side all of a sudden. I could see like a one-dimensional offense only. Yeah. Uh, like if Yanni Rita nets off, like not wearing a cup. Yeah. No Europeans would do this. This has to be a North American meatball. Well, Brent I feel like if you're from us. Sweden, if you're from <laughs> Sweden, you have good sense. Brett Burns. Bill Kessel just looks like he forgot. Like like he's the type of guy that would just forget to put it on. Yeah, maybe. Oops. I look forward to seeing Phil Kessel when he's done being a pro athlete and how he just erupts into a hippo sized man. One of the like secret him. game within the game goals of this podcast has to be to get a name of a player now retired who was part of this elite fraternity. <laughs> like we got to figure out at least one person who net babies retired. And it's, and it's not just one person. Also, I would also love to know how close did it how close did it come to to making it a bad choice you know did it oh. hit the pants right beside it maybe a shin pad something like in the general area maybe you blocked it, one with your hand it makes an already dangerous situation infinitely more dangerous oh yeah 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 uh these guys are gambling with their lives and genitalia and i respect it i'm texting strutty to ask him if he ever played with or against anyone who didn't wear a cup he'll never break the code no. He might just say yes and not say a name. He'll be like, no, we all wear cups. And then he's crossing his fingers and counting his money. Stras wore two cups, I bet. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Um, we rolled through that first topic, somehow got on the topic of cups. But the other thing, Bag Milk, you were posting, you did, you were eating watermelon with mustard on it. Yeah, man. TikTok what? made me do it. Gave in. Gave what? TikTok, TikTok scene. I Listen saw here. the video on TikTok that was trending of this dude saying, if you like watermelon and mustard, you need to try them together. And I was like, well, I love both of those things. So I did it today. I'm a firm believer. If you like two things, they can exist together. See, and for me, like I tried it, I did it. I gave it two goes. In fact, because I wanted to make sure that I cleaned the palate after the initial reaction. And it was, I mean, it wasn't offensive, but I, I would prefer just to eat watermelon. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it didn't. Okay, interesting. It's like it wasn't offensive by any means, but I wouldn't be like, man, I need some mustard for this watermelon. Like you know? mustard's a very distinct flavor, so it could overtake yes. things. Uh, yeah, what the like, hell is I, TikTok I, about? I'm, I, I, exactly. I've seen this. I really want to try it. So um, I do I have watermelon at home. Oh no, I'm going to do it. It's not like I don't it. think I don't think you'll be offended by it, but I don't think it's going to be like, man, I need to mustard up my watermelon going forward. It, it won't be like the next hot flavor of Pringles. No, it's not like it's not going to be you bringing peanut butter with you wherever you go. You know, I mean, it's not going to be. You're not going to have mustard just in case you 
you happen across some watermelon in your well neck. i don't know but but mustard isn't one of those things right it isn't one of those like life crutches it's not like you don't crave mustard it's just if some people a do sandwich I, I i i guess like maybe they do i, I like a love... gray poupon mustard there are people who love that shit see maybe yeah. that's the ticket is now i need to try different mustards on the on the watermelon because i just went straight yellow this time well that's 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 where you got to start Ugh. Listen, TikTok is for the Chinese to spy on us. It's not for this type of bullshit. Well, now so, they know that they can convince me to eat watermelon with mustard. What are they making us do? Eat watermelon with mustard on it? The best. There's three things that my TikTok is all about. One is the babes. Best. Oh, yeah. One is crypto. Oh, and, and yeah. Other, the, third, the other third is just random shit like mustard on watermelon. Who knows so what it's actually about? Bag milk. Like. Bag milk. Of course. Bag milk. You're big in, you, you, you obviously know a lot about TikTok. Did you see this weekend where a bunch of five, there was five fights and they were all TikTok stars versus YouTube stars? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Headli- headlined, headlined by Sway House Bad Boy, um, Bryce Hall, and fighting YouTube star Austin McBroom. I respect that you know all this. Chalmers, you anyway. are way in deep on the fighting TikTok. That Austin is not, McBroom. My, that's not I, my algorithm, my man. Well, um, yeah, I know because. I don't know why, but sometimes I get videos that cross my path. and Because uh, you've liked this- every Austin McBroom photo for the last three years. <laughs> yeah, you're a big Sway House guy. Yeah. I actually didn't know anything about Austin McBroom until about a week ago. When I saw okay. that, I knew, I, I, I knew there, there was a – Bryce Hall became quite famous for uh, a love triangle like about a month ago. And oh so God, I kind Chalmers. of followed that. And, but mm-hmm. they fought. And, like, this guy, this guy Bryce Hall <laughs> is supposed to be, like, the bad boy – Toughest guy on TikTok, like, and he just got <laughs> in. <laughs> he just, so, yeah, just imagine you go, you go from getting your face caved in by a YouTuber, and he's like, okay, I got to repair my image. I'm going to go back to dancing. It's like, what the fuck is happening? There's like a weird thing, too. Like, could you guys ever have imagined? I guess this is just one of those things that ages me out of TikTok, I suppose, but like, I could never have imagined ever getting together with a group of four or five of my buddies and doing like the little wiggle, wiggle, wiggle dances to the camera and like posting that and being like, yeah, that's the one. (laughs) Or to to move into a house with nine other people and there's like five guys, four girls, and you are a TikTok crew who just makes videos and straight prints money. It's Yeah, lives in Calabasas. Incredible. See, that sounds like a great time, but like, there's there's other parts of it like dancing with your bros that i just like i could never have seen myself doing it it's it's just it's it's just it's just the new version of like what the 17 and 1800 or sorry like the 16 and 1700 were where everyone was like a classically trained dancer (laughs) doesn't our childhood look charmingly simple now in comparison yeah like if us as a bunch of kids rather than just sitting around and drinking had been like well we need to put a fucking tiktok together before we can go out tonight like we're working on choreography and shit like yeah what? yeah yeah that's like uh, and first of all none of my buddies that i hung out with in high school were had any coordination required to put together a choreographed dance for tiktok i'll tell you that much well chalmers i guarantee you this chalmers i guarantee you this we'd have been trying to make a fucking video and your shirt would have been in the dryer and we'd be like chalmers can we make our fucking tiktok and you'd been like my shit's in the dryer still five more minutes till we uh, can do our video the shirt before the Look shirt good. Look good, dance good. That's my thing. <laughs> Motherfucker, the hours we've wasted hey, waiting for your you, shirts. You guys, yeah, well, you got to have a crisp shirt to go out for, with. <laughs> but this weekend, this weekend, you wonder how I know about this. Like, this was like 
fighting was an all-time weekend this weekend for fighting. There was four things that happened in the fight world. There was Lamar Odom fighting Aaron Carter. Did anybody believe? No, shut up. That did not happen. You I see that? I you it did. Oh, he destroyed him. Destroyed what him. Like it almost wasn't Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter runs at him, and he just basically like swats him around like he's just an um, insect, and then <laughs> you know persists to beat the shit out of him. There was the YouTubers <laughs> versus TikTok, which was amazing. And now the the the, the people, the guy that put on the fight, or the company that put on the fights for the YouTube TikTokers. Probably not paying the fighters. Big time scam of all scams. Um, <laughs> the, the, the real one, the real sanctioned event that was exciting was the MMA fight this weekend uh, with Israel Adesanya going against uh, Vittori for the second time. That was awesome. But my favorite fight of the weekend, if you guys saw the clip of the Phoenix Suns fan who takes on two. Oh, yeah. Fans, Go Suns and four. Still- there's a couple. There's a couple rules to fighting in the stands. Although I've never been in one, I can what? still say there that. Are? I, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, go a, on, couple, go a, on. a couple. Not no, not like rules as in like there's rules of engagement. It's more like vantage points, things that you need to. If you're gonna fight in the stands, you got to make sure that you know two <laughs> things are working for you. Number one, you got to have the higher ground. You got to be you on got one it. row higher. You always smart. Have, yeah, yeah. Number two, try not to have many people around you because they can trip you up. They can make you fall. Now, this guy has the oh, lower. Oh, he's got the higher the ground. Road. I'm watching it. Oh, no, he, he has the lower. No, no, ground. you get the wrong guy. Yeah, Jeez. exactly. So the, so the Phoenix Suns guy, <laughs> two guys right are taunting him. He pushes the one guy back. The guy doesn't look like he wants any of the smoke. Puts his cell phone away. Looks at the person filming him with a kind of almost a wink and a nod. I'm going to start to punch this guy. Goes in for the sucker punches and misses. Tables turned, bro. Continues to get to continues to get his baseball his basketball jersey ripped over his head like it's a hockey jersey and fed uppercut. Fed. (laughs) Fed. Oh wow. (laughs) And the guy has enough the guy has enough presence of mind after he's still holding him, gives him another couple uppercuts, looks at the like looks at the camera and starts yelling. Sons in four. <laughs> it's unbelievable uh, video. And I, I usually don't. I usually don't like crowd fights. They, they can become pretty fucking dangerous. And like, well, there's rules like to really them too. Yeah, you need an official. Get, get the higher ground, man. Not rules like that. God, you guys are so literal sometimes. <laughs> rules of r- rules to live by. If you're thinking, if you're sitting, did in you a, see the Avalanche a, guys fighting with in Vegas because they took their yeah. flag? Any commentary no, on that no. crowd fight? Yeah, that's well, a, no, that's that a shitty a move. Fight. You don't. Oh don't man, he is he's really starting the old lawnmower on him. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, is. He is. <laughs> that needs to go on hockeyfights.com. A good call. Really and should. as he's talking, he's just throwing you know additional. Uh, and then the guy yeah. who gets beat up is like holding his face and runs off with his pants sagging. Like, a and then dude. the buddy, the second guy, even goes and like smacks him too and smacks him yeah. away. And then I'm, the oh. guy's just down trying to. Oh man, I'm not there watching this for the first time as well. That guy yeah, in the sad. Suns jersey oh just fed him his lunch. And then Suns and yeah. four, Suns and four. Jeez, Suns, <laughs> Suns are winning it all. Holy cow! And a free shout out to uh, Steve Nash too for the Nash jersey making. Yep. Oh, he's going yeah, back Nash, up in Nash. it now. A Nash retro. The best part about this is, I'm pretty sure that was in Denver. <laughs> and none of the other Nuggets the fans other... like. <laughs> no. Oh, that guy no. that got popped. Oh, like, he's grabbed runs the chain away. now. He's grabbed the chain now. Uh oh. Can you put a post of that up for the socials this week, buddy? You know it. 
Yeah, I'll, 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 I guess. Oh, someone threw a big, big, wow. big, big weekend for fighting. Chalmers, uh, when hockey comes back, should we challenge ourselves to have a more theatrical fight at Rogers Place? No. <laughs> to be like, we got to bring no. back hockey. We Boy, are not advocating three, for violence Boy, at Rogers Place. Three, bitch. No. Tyler, your M check is specifically old. advocating for violence at Rogers Place. I'll wear yeah, your M check jersey. That shit. Yeah, I don't. No, but it's staged, Chalmers. In this no scenario. one knows what you look like, so they'll all think it could be me. I guess it's staged. All right. Um, before we keep moving on, a uh, shout out to our friends at Neo Financial. A better way to spend, save, and get rewarded. They got a sleek, nice looking app. They are the future of saving your money. Neo Financial. Um, speaking of things that happened at fights this weekend, Bieber pulling up with Austin Matthews and Freddie Anderson. The three of them oh, were wow. together. Wow. Wanya, yeah, I know you liked it. You know, you yeah, know, you know I did. Loves the Leafs. And did you hear the caps? Like, who do you like best? And he's like, I'm just here for a good time, my boy. Yeah. So he said to him, Hell yeah, my boy. I didn't realize that how is the small best. Beams is, though. Oh, he's so short, man. Look at that he's photo. Sure like, did. Matthews is like four strides behind him and they're the same height. <laughs> According that's the to best the marketing Google. the Leafs have had. Sorry, buddy. That's a lot. That's the best marketing the Leafs have had in months. Matthews yeah. going to the fight with Beams. ESPN the post. old uh, oh, Google machine. <laughs> Beaver is 5'7. Lies. Buy that. Bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, ESPN posted a photo of Bieber walking in with Matthews and they made no reference of Matthews. They're just like, Bieber pulling up to the fight. It's like, yeah, yeah. we got a long ways to go in marketing this sport. Eh? <laughs> just the rights holder, ignoring the NHL guy. Ignoring Bieber the- and an unnamed French fisherman going to a fight. Well, yeah, like that, that just tells me like, who's the famous friend in this one? You know what I mean? Like everybody knows Biebs, but like Matthews is a very specific flavor of, of famous, I would imagine. But it was was in phoenix too so i guarantee you matthews was probably the one invited and took him oh he's uh, invited no matter where he goes he just can go wherever he wants yeah man yeah. no i know that but he was like come to the fight like i you think you think beaver was like hey i'm gonna come to phoenix and go to this fight with you knowing that yeah. he'd be there like well that that could happen like you're right chalmers austin matthews and beebs are buddies he could have reached out to beebs saying hey come to this fight but hey, come to phoenix come to the fight yeah. Hey, let's, like, okay, Chalmers, Chalmers, here's my question. Who is a better singer, Matthews or Bieber? What? Uh, well, when Matthews was in his mm-hmm. previous uh, job mm-hmm. as Freddie Mercury, uh, probably him. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. It's a good line. <laughs> if you could only save one guy, they're both hanging, Chalmers. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Yeah, who do you save, Biebs or Matthews? Who do I save? Yeah, you can only save one. No one's going to blame Bieber. you for whoever you drop. You're a hero for saving one. Yeah, Biebs got a jam. Matthews all are going Bieber, Bieber. I've got every album on my phone. Matthews doesn't have a single place on my phone. He doesn't have a single knocking jam. That's what I'm saying. He's not the guy to save. Right, sorry, and we'll talk, Austin Matthews. Or perform sorry. I love I everything Bieber, especially especially his, his Drake video. That's my that's one of my favorite Pop-star? Bieber things. Yeah, pop star. Yeah, Chalmers, do you know that? It, do you know why that video at the end of the video Drake phones him again at the end? Do you remember how he phones him at the end of the video when he's walking his dog? Uh, yeah. His phone rings. Do you know what that's about? No. So at the beginning of the video, Drake's talking to his buddy and he's saying how DJ Khaled's annoying the shit of him, and he has to call in a favor. To yeah. even up, Drake yeah. is in Bieber's first video ever. 
the video, I think, for Baby, a very, very young Drake is like a celebrity cameo in it. And so he was calling in the favor for appearing in his video to have Ah. Bieber come to his. And so the rumor is that the next video is going to be the flip and it's going to be a Bieber song with Drake in it. Oh, yeah. He totally was in there. Hmm. Cool, hey? Yeah. Whatever. I just know that because I'm on all the Bieber message boards. Whatever. How are you guys spending the pandemic? Whatever. (laughs) Fair enough. Whatever. Um, I'm going to make a hard topic transition now and remind everyone. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, this is a good one because on this day, 15 years ago, Fernando Pisani scored the goal, the shorthanded goal to extend the series. What goal? Shorty. Shorty. (laughs) In OT, Shorty. Man, was was it important or something? Oh, Oh, boy. Does Austin Matthews have a mustache? (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, so what are you guys was... all just going to watch it now? Or what are you doing? Yeah, I can see it in my there. mind any I'm moment I please. Legitimately just reminiscing. I was trying to think yeah. exactly where I was when that. I know happened. where I was. I was at Beer Hunter in St. Albert, RIP. And as soon okay, as that nice. goal went in, we threw, I threw a pitcher of beer in the air and nobody cared. Nobody mm, cared. No. We all hugged mm-hmm. each other. As you should. I would love if someone didn't have some beautiful, delicious beer rained down on me to celebrate an overtime short-handed goal scored by Fernando Pisani in 2006. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> and that was a 21-year-old bag milk, so wasting a pitcher of beer was a big deal back then. <laughs> you still that, have not financially recovered. That had a monumental a- effect on your net worth statement at that <laughs> <Yeah>. age. <laughs> JR, yes, is, that the cup, is, that the, is that the cup run that we went to Mexico in between the semifinals and the Stanley Cup final? Yes. Time no, you're perfect. thinking of the yeah, other yeah. Oilers Cup run yeah, of 2000. Yeah. Yeah. You fucker. No, that was in uh, 1983. No, no, that was the run of Mexico. 13. Son of a bitch. I don't remember any so of So you guys, I, I want to know them. more. I, I feel like you've told me this story, but I don't fully remember it. So was the Mexico trip pre-planned and you didn't expect an oh, Oilers yeah. playoff yeah. run? Okay, yeah. it wasn't no, like was a... Like, it was pre-planned, but it just so happened that the, the la- game... Did we... Did we sweep the Ducks? We swept the Ducks, JR, right? no. I'll tell you exactly five, how it was. It? Yeah, yeah, it was, but, it was, but was it 4-1? Was it or... Yeah, we got to Mexico on the night of game five, and we game won five. that game, closed out the series. So when we And then there was seven, exactly seven days between that game and the first game of the Stanley Cup final. So we didn't miss any hockey. We were literally in Mexico, came home, and then started the Stanley Cup yeah. final. But you don't remember which game Fernando Pisani got an OT shorty? Of course I remember. Wanye, Jesus. I'll tell you one Jesus. thing. That, that watching game of one shit, of remember? the Stanley Cup finals after a seven-day bender in Mexico. Whew. Oh, That's just good training, though. That's what that is. Pisani was on our team. Oh, he scored for our team. Oh, I get it now. I remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> By fucking must- I, the mustache of Austin Matthews. I don't think he gets it. It's a stick. If you had to make a if you had to make a Mount Rushmore of iconic Oilers goals, but starting Marchand. in the year in starting in the year two thousand. So Marchant's on there, right? Yak slide. on there. Yak slide. Was Marchant was it was Marchant in two thousand or that was in the nineties? That was late nineties, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Then the, if Patrick you might have... Stephon, the Patrick Stefan Hemsky goal has got to be in there. Yeah, that one million percent has to be. Connor uh, versus Columbus. Yeah, was, Jordan Eberle's first goal. Oh, big time. But now we have too many on the Mount Rushmore. Well, wait, 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 oh, we, have to, we have to talk through this. Okay. What would this mountain well, even look like? 
hey, let's do a bracket uh, challenge on Insta. No. Like, get on your stories. Get people to, like, vote on them. Yeah, we, think, we rank them. What is so the so the the top the Mount Rushmore for the last twenty one years of Oilers hockey? Yeah, Taylor Hall getting his head cut in warm up. That no goals. We're talking oh, goals. goals. Oh, I thought just top moments. No. Um. So yeah, you'd have so the Pisani goal. If we were to do a bracket, as Chalmers said, Pisani goals one well, seed. If you're talking about most important, I'd go Pisani goal. I would. I, I. You'd have to throw in the Pronger penalty shot goal. If you're talking about like most important, oh my goals. god, that goal! I thought we had the whole thing clinched. Like that was very important. Yeah, that, I, I thought we were going to sweep Actually, Carolina. I don't know if we won that game. that goal. I don't know no, if we, we won that game that we that he scored it in. No, that was the that was, that was one. when it all went to hell. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck. Peter Klima's overtime goal against Boston. Jesus, yeah, we said in the last 21 years. How big is this mountain? <laughs> so just to get this straight here, Chuck, you're envisioning a mountain face with, like, plays etched into them. So, like, there's, like, four different nets with four different plays going on. Mm-hmm. No, yep. see what there would be? It would be one iconic photo from each play. So, like, the, the Patrick Stefan goal, the etching in the side of the mountain would be him just about to fall down as the puck's going over his stick. The Fernando Bassani goal would be right as he shoot. Well, no, the Marshawn goal would strip from behind as he's Marsh- shooting it. That was in the nineties, dude. And then the uh, Klima okay, one Jay, would let me flip this. Let me flip this. Corner with his Jofa helmet on. What about when the Rocket Richard <laughs> scored for the Oilers to beat the uh, Chicago Blackhawks in nineteen fifty one? If you could this have an EFT, know what Jay, you're talking about an EFT of Oilers moments, modern era, what would you want? NFT. Oh, and not, not, oh, that's a transfer. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. NFT. What would you want? I'll gladly take a transfer from you. Um, yeah, yeah. An EFT for my NFT? I don't know. Is there an NDA? Well, then, yeah. <laughs> Chalmers. <laughs> it has to be. That was really good. That was geeky funny. Yeah, yeah. Sonny, it has to. Yeah, Chalmers. I'll, I'll let Chalmers have Pronger me. scoring game one. Remember that he pumped his fist after he scored in the penalty shot. That'd be a good NFT. I just love it because that goal is so funny because that like the fourth line was on the ice. When so normally a forward takes it, Pronger's like, no, these guys. Me, suck. I'm taking. Yeah. It. <laughs> and Todd Harvey's like, Harvey's like I'll take. Doesn't it. Doesn't even do anything. He just goes in slow and just like. Ice is the goalie with his eyes and just where he needs to put it. Like there was another goal from that run that I love of when Roly smashed the puck out of the air right onto Mike Pekka's stick and he scored like a half breakaway. Oh, yeah, Pekka had a good one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Samson out coming out of the penalty just, box. Just, just a picture of uh, uh, Sheldon Surrey on it for just good luck. Just naked in that shot with fucking yeah, Conley. Oh, yeah, yeah. that would Protect be an amazing NFT. <sighs> You really should sell that as you know what the Samsonov goal, like obviously the we Morgan know that Riley I have goal. the best memory. That was a good yeah. goal. That Samsonov one coming out of the fucking penalty box. Oh, that buddy, was it was huge. Goal. Oh, in that yeah. Boston Bruins series, Chalmers. Yeah, when he was playing for Boston. Yeah. Oh, really? You rent Are you having <laughs> yeah. a stroke? No, I'm watching the pronger goal. It's so sick. Oh, oh and would. Mick Magoo just in the perfect spot to make that call, and he oh. was fired up to make it too. Nick Magoo, collar no pop bucket. like that. That was the coolest yeah. ref going. Collar pop referee. Yeah, man. Fuck? Nick, Nick, no, no Carry, carry Fraser by far all cool referee. You want to go Mount? Well, of course, carry Fraser, but you Mount Rushmore referees. Oh, there's a Mount Rushmore of referees. Color me yeah. in for a visit. Never. A little Andy Van Helleman on there. Don Koharski? 
You know, the we're in the parkade dog days. is the Mount Rushmore of referees is empty again. The parkade is empty. You know, we're in the dog days of sports talk content when we're doing Mount Rushmore's, but multiple in one show. But let's, referees. Let's, let's let's try to stay on topic and finish this. Hey, at least we're at least we're original with Oilers. the Mount Rushmore segment. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying Nobody. to stay on on topic with the with the first Mount Rushmore, but someone keeps saying Peter Klima. <laughs> Peter Klima. No, no, he's mocking you because Mount Rushmore wasn't invented by us. I know he's mocking me. Uh, it's an actual Chalmers mount. Is, he's sassy today. Chalmers is sassy and a little perverted today too. Yeah, yeah. He's all worked up. Oh, up from the from the fight weekend. You know, like after, after, <laughs> after uh oh, Aaron Carter must have lost again. Chowers is all worked <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, Nobody yeah. beats up Aaron Carter. There's just a lot of fun stuff going on right now. I don't know if anybody caught my uh, my fun Instagram clip, but I had one well of the best done. weekends of my life. I had one yeah. of the best weekends of my life this weekend, watching my son play his very first ever game. I. I feel like I blinked my eyes and it went from coach pitch and a bunch of kids picking flowers to now like kids wearing proper uniforms with belts and cleats, pitching to each other with straight gas, throwing strikes and like turning double plays. And it, there was a double play. Was a very, oh, like four or five of them, man. Our first baseman got a liner. He like had to stretch out to catch it. The kid took off and he went back and tagged his base. And I was just oh. like, that's a 10 year old man. It was so cool. And like my, yeah, it was, it was just one of the best times because we were over at Tiger gold. It was just felt so like professional, like the coaches all wear it in unis. It's just, and, and the games are like exciting. And so, yeah, man, I'm, a, I'm, I'm on cloud nine from that basically, but it was a good weekend. Yeah. I'm a little sassy because of that. Are you, are you starting to see now why some parents get a little bit too into it? Like, can you see yourself losing your mind on an ump in provincials? Well, so, uh, yes and no. I, I, I could see why people would do it. Um, I have been placed in the role of first base coach. Oh. And therefore, I am, uh, neutralized. I am, in, the thick, I am in the thick of it and neutralized. Um, but Hammered. I, can see, I can see it. I mean, you know, these, these, these umps are kids. Everybody has to remember that. These kids were like 15, yep. 14, 15 years old, right? And so you got to keep that shit into perspective, but oh, three games this weekend, very first ever competitive game for some of those kids. We, you know, tight first game. Second game was a runaway. We played a team that just is a juggernaut. Uh, wanted to see how the kids would come back to it in game three. And yeah, they sure showed Bruce. us something and they got a big, big mm-hmm. win, 16-3. And so it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we had every facet of balls. We had a real tight game that you lost. So you feel that just got boat raced and then boat raced another team right afterwards. So it's like, <laughs> what's that mean? Boat raced. Boat raced. Yeah. That's a good question. Bag milk. You're the, well, you're the, you're the one, one using the it. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I, I, know know, what I, know, it, I know what it represents. I know how it's used. I just don't know where the origination comes from. It's probably from a boat race. That was oh, lopsided. Yeah. Maybe because when you, what you know, back in the day mean? when I was uh, riding crew, all right. uh, we used to always be like about three <laughs> right crew. That's rowing for Yale. <laughs> Actually, I did a cool Are thing. Are you a Winklevoss? Talking about boat oh. racing. When I was in New Zealand, you know boat racing's like the, the America's Cup? I went on one of those those boats and we went ripping. One of those ones that tip really they got those like the the like that counterweight that's like th- 20 feet below the boat that's super heavy. And this so the boat can tilt over real like like really tilt over. 
Yeah, yeah, they're called those called. Um, what the hell are they called? I think they're called like, spinnakers. No, I don't remember now. I'm gonna I, know, I, I went on one of those and we got to like crank the ropes. It's on the Mount Rushmore of boat designs. It is. Boat, boat race. <laughs> to be beaten very badly at something, especially in such a fashion that you were behind from the start and never had a chance. Comes uh, from the boat race, an annual rowing competition between Oxford and Cambridge in which the first side to get ahead can move to the middle of the river where the current is fastest and almost never overtaken thereafter. Ah. Very one awesome. of the reasons I love this podcast. Those drops from Bag Milk are like probably one of my favorite things in the world. And I know made, how to Google with the best of them, and they're made so possible thanks to our that, great uh, sponsors like twigandberries.ca, uh, a great local <laughs> clothing company who has a store that is opening soon in St. Albert. Their grand opening is soon in St. Albert. And uh, if you don't want to go into the store, if you want to order online, it's twigandberries.ca, and we got a promo code Nation15 gets you 15% off. Keeps everything intact and nice yep. and in place in case you're going to do a portage for your own boat race. Yep. Mm-hmm. The underwear. Race, has, yeah. The underwear is um, in position one uh, on the Mount Rushmore of underwear that I own right now. Uh, I would agree with that. Those man, those in the Teddy Roosevelt position are unbelievable. I'm Jefferson. Well, I don't know. It depends on which one of those presidents is your favorite. What are the four presidents on Mount Rushmore, Chalmers? I have a zero idea. I could guess. Ooh. Um, George Washington, this, Jefferson, yeah. the one oh. you said, and then Rushmore. Well, I'm just Count kidding. Rushmore himself. You know, President Rushmore. <laughs> the, guy, the guy. Grover from Cleveland. Lyndon Johnson. Yeah. Lyndon Grover. Johnson. Lyndon yeah. Johnson. Yeah. Grover yeah. Cleveland. Lyndon Johnson. Uh, that Gerald guy Ford. Died, yeah. The guy who died like 40 days into office. Harry William Herbert, Templeton Herbert. or some weird three-namer. And Machine Gun Kelly. It's a weird mix. <laughs> and Simon Cowell. Oh, man. Did you guys Ooh. hear about the, the country or the city in Chile? You know that big, huge Jesus statue with his arms right out? Yeah, in Brazil. Like in, Brazil. in Brazil. What did I say? Chile. Chile. Okay. There's Chile. two Sorry. in Brazil. They're no, building Rio de Janeiro, I think. Yeah, they're building. How? What a prick move this is. You have one city that literally has nothing <laughs> but this huge statue. But and now there's other that. prick city. There's other prick. No, it's literally, the same like, city it's the doing it. Thing. It's the same city doing it. No, it is not. It's a it's different, just a different city part of town. Bigger... Oh, they just they're so devout religiously. Monuments? They're so devout religiously. You just walk by like, prick, move, keep walking. No, I think you're going to have to look that back up. I believe it is a, another city that is going to I thought take it was just a different tourism. day in Rio. Can I just say that Chalmers, the city Rio de Janeiro, has a population of 6.7 million people. I think they have more than just the statue going on. It's not in that city. It's up on Copa, a mountain outside Copa, of the Copa, city. Copacabana. They also got Carnival, you know? Who doesn't want to go to Carnival? Oh, yeah. drink. Isn't that, that in Quebec? That green drink? Like Bonhomme de Nage? Ooh. Well, I, What's that's the a green different. drink? It's, it's made with um, sugar cane. I know that. I, I'll look it up what's in it. But it's supposed to be like rocket fuel drink, Carnival. Nice. I just made a meme while we were talking that's about boat racing. And I'm going to send it to you, Bag Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on the Mount Rushmore of memes? Yes. Chalmers, Chalmers, do you want me to say that you're drunk at a child's baseball game or intoxicated at a child's baseball game? Well, I would prefer neither, but... Well, 
That's I mean, not the boat race. For the sake of content. I'm just kidding. I'll tone it down. I don't think you could. I don't think I could be on the field drunk at a kid's <sighs> game and coach. Abe Abe Lincoln is the missing president, Chalmers, of Mount Rushmore, just so you know. Thought I would time that for well after. This this drink is called the, uh, fuck, I don't know how to say this, the Capirana. Capirana. Chalmers, how does this tickle your fancy? One lime sliced or quartered, two tablespoons of cane sugar, three ounces of menage a trois gold chardonnay, one cup of ice, freshly sliced lime or pineapple. Sounds delightful. Sounds refreshing. That does sound delightful. That was really what nice. is this podcast about? I don't know, man. Right Someone started calling every city a prick city. And <laughs> now I don't know what the hell's going on. Prick move. Dude, prick Steph, move. Jesus. All, all, Jesus. The things, all, the things, Jesus. all the things I'm bringing up. Oh, you guys in your one-track mind thinking hockey in June. So I bring, a, I bring a little bit of flavor to it. A little bit of new information for you guys. Never seen the fight in the stands. It's only like the most popular thing probably on social media. Yeah, no kidding. Didn't know Aaron Carter fought Lamar Odom. I honestly didn't even think Lamar Odom was like still doing okay. That's the latest I knew about Lamar. Well, he's fighting Aaron Carter, so okay is a relative term. So the the pre-podcast meeting was, okay, so we got some topics today. Uh, Fernando Pisani scored a goal once. And I was like, what are we doing? That's all we so, need. The, the original Chalmers, Christ the Redeemer, is in Rio. However, the new one, which is 16 feet taller than the original, is going up in Encantado, Brazil. Oh, I stand corrected. Are you sure that isn't just like the St. Albert of Rio, though? I, <laughs> I'm beautiful. trying to Google Maps it, but I cannot figure this out. I don't speak <laughs> Portuguese. You've done <laughs> enough research. You've touched bottom. Sounds like, sounds like that city's really getting an upper hand on Rio. Really going to take it? a bunch of bucks from them. 16 feet the, taller, man. Yeah, thanks for the current events uh, plug, Chalmers. Thanks for... We should get like Chalmers, a little that bit should of, be, That's the agenda get, for the show, Chalmers, is just you and I sending bag milk down rabbit holes of research, getting his results, <laughs> yeah. and then discounting them immediately as being done wrong. Because you're already that's onto another great. topic. Like, it's just it's yeah. past it. We're just moving okay, so here's, quick. Here's two, more, here's two more things. <laughs> should I go... Do you guys want me to go serious or, or documentary review? Wow. Both. Well, okay. First off, before you do that, I think maybe I should like find a jingle for future episodes. So when we do like current events with Chalmers, we have like a little news bed. Like, Oodle Noodle's coming out with a new jingle. Stay tuned. All right. Yeah. Uh, I heard it this morning. Documentary review, Chalmers. What do you got? Oh, here. Should I leak it out right now, Wanye? Well, it's pretty funny. Okay. This will go well. You don't think it will bring your own audio to the podcast? I love it. All right, all right, all right. Okay, this is OG Nation uh, people, citizens. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? No. No. You can't no. hear that, can you? No. No. That was just in my earphones. Give me one second. Chalmers, start singing. Is it going to be that long neck guy singing in it? Oh, <laughs> imagine. Where is that guy? <laughs> can you hear Probably him? doing some sort of boxing. Yeah. Another, no, we can't. no, we can't. No, we can't. No, we can't. Jeremy, Chuck, can you hear me? Shake your head because I have my earphones unplugged. Yeah, you can't. Oh, hear I can me? hear you. I can hear you, okay. but so not ready for this. Yeah. Is that one yet? No, 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 no. Well, that went well, Jay. <laughs> no, can't still, we can't hear it anymore, pal. He doesn't know we got it. 
Yeah, we're, Jay, we're not hearing anything, man. Cut all this out. It's horrible. All, all right. No, no, this is good. I want you to rewind it it's all. It's good to make this end. We got the here. gist of what the jingle sounds like. Jay is still holding his microphone to his oh, computer because he thinks we're still listening to the jingle. Uh, for, the, for the record, we got to hear the it? first like two seconds out. Sort of. Yeah, like three seconds and Chalmers started yelling. Yeah, the joke didn't really reveal itself. Oh, Chalmers. I needed you to stay quiet for 30 seconds. It went away, the sound. Oh. The, oh, it did? Buddy, the sound went away. And when Chalmers started talking, to to. yeah. Because you talk over it, and then it, it no. drowns out my mic. Whatever. You got Holy a tea. Shit. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> if that doesn't make you want a banana spring roll, what will? <laughs> we are, speaking of those, we are moving banana spring roll units. People are loving them. I'm very happy about that. I, like I like how you tried to blame screwing that up on me. Well. <laughs> That's oh, somebody's fault. Somebody, some, someone pulled off a prick move. <laughs> Bigger yeah, statue of Jesus than that prick move. <laughs> send the link to send the link to your M truck and let him play it. Let the pro uh, do it. Yeah, that's actually fair. I'd be able to do that. Um, that's another segment idea. Prick move with Chalmers. Prick move. Oh. Not knowing proper etiquette when you're starting a drunk fight in the stands of an NBA playoff game. There's two Sons things to know. Four. Sons four. Oh, Do we get to four. both things to know in a crowd fight? I know. I, I remember upper ground, <laughs> higher ground, I should say. What was the second one, Chalmers? Uh, lots of people around. If you have lots of people around, you're liable to trip. Or get suckered by a bystander. Yeah. You, you need room to move. I've noticed a lot of people since crowds started going back into the stadiums punching each other at sporting events. Yeah. Society is wound up. Fans have gone legitimately crazy. Especially in basketball, throwing water bottles at the at the players, dumping popcorn. It's like we forgotten. It's like we forgot how we're supposed to act at a sporting event. So yeah, now people are just the coming rules. out swinging. We forgot the rules. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to hear this oodle noodle ad? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> yeah. End the we show to, with it. We're not yeah. there yet. We have to yep. cut the first little bit out, Jim. The, the the first part with the the extended oodle noodle to start. Yep. I feel it's so aggravating. People will have checked out by the time the good part kicks in the middle. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so then we're not playing it. See, this is what happens when you show your oodle noodle jingles too soon. First rule of jingle school. All right. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, <laughs> get the so high ground. Today. First rule of jingle school. Get the high ground. Of course. <laughs> Dump oil on your opponents. Second rule, yeah. do not release the jingle too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. If you've enjoyed this podcast for whatever reason, please leave you. us, please leave God us a review. You. Cause we need to drown out on both of our podcasts. Owen radio and this one, we need to drown out a couple of negative reviews. Our last two on each of them are negative. So uh, we really got, I know people complain because of the noise that Mike's make rubbing up against the beard. And one guy was like, get a fucking better producer. And I was like, I can't do anything. With beards. Anyways. Um, so and if you Ryan enjoy the said, podcast, uh, why no sweep podcast? I'll give you five stars to listen to your cries. That one came in. Oh, yeah. That's me with the beard. I'm sorry. I need um, to get wireless ear dealies, whatever those are called. Airbus. Jesus statues. Or you could have one of those sweet ones that comes around like you're working at a fast food place. Nation Dan uses one of those, though, and the quality is not very good. Yeah, the sound isn't that good on them for some reason. No. Are the earbuds good or should I get those Ray J's? Raytheon. I don't know what those other ones are. You don't know Raytheon earphones? They're massive. You've never just heard of this? Go, next time you're at Little Brick, just go grab one of those mics that's sitting in there and take one of them. What? That'll work. How's that going to plug no. in? Yeah, they, they, I'm using one. There. Yeah, Jay's using one in his laptop. 
That's why Jay started to sound so well in the last like three minutes. That makes me vulnerable, podcast reviewer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have a big, long beard. Anyways, if you enjoy the pod, please leave us five stars and a review. We'd appreciate it. It would make my life easier. I if just you heard got Raytheon a, earphones, leave unless a you want to give a shitty review and du- and dump on our producer. Oh yeah, that's I just fuck out of got here. a DM <laughs> on Instagram from an at sss wizard, and it <clears> his <throat> his profile just says disc golfer, right? So there's a lot of disc golf photos here, but the DM is what I'm interested in. Just listen to Luke faster than Lemieux Gazdick. I can attest to you that a puck to the pills without a cup is the worst pain I have ever felt in my life. So we've got, we've got an amateur cupless man out there that took one in the, in the old nugs. And uh, that's really upsetting to me that this is a thing. I've got a question for him mm-hmm. and I'd like him I to respond. Right now. I'll DM just, just literally one word, question mark. Why? All right. Let's see if I can get a response back before we're done. Prick Why? move, question mark? Yeah, prick <laughs> Why, move. Yeah. Well, now the prick don't move as a result. Hi oh <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know when you leave a hot dog? You know when you leave a hot dog on the grill too long and it just splits open? Oh god, don't say this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's, That's how you know how it's I imagine the situation. How you know they're done. Prick move. Like Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz's head. Oh, Nick Diaz, that guy can just Man, it's oppressive, that guy. Serious or documentary review? Turner Watson, please make a no-context uh, collage for this episode. <laughs> good It'll luck, be buddy. tremendous. Yeah, That's why luck. I was honing in on... Turner Watson is why I was honing in on Fort Wayne. Our boy Turner Watson's from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Didn't he DM us and say he's not from Fort Wayne? I th- no, I no. Think, he I, said he is from Fort Wayne. I think, I think he said, like, thanks for shouting out Fort Wayne, <laughs> no, Indiana. No, yeah, he's a doctor yeah. in Fort Wayne, Indiana. He's, you're he's a doctor? Yeah, man. Wow. I, Do you even I, know where no, the big I'm, statue of Jesus is going in Brazil, your Chuck? Or are you just, like, <laughs> cluing in? Jesus. Sorry, Rio. All right, go ahead. Is where it's at. Chalmers, you have the floor. Go for it. Documentary review. Yeah, I want a documentary watched, review because it'll be something for me to watch. A six, a six part documentary called Q Into the Storm. I have that I have that PVR. About, it is about the I guess what what would you call it? The creation of the QAnon movement. Oh yeah. Where it oh. started, how it started, and by the end of it, you find out who started it, who is Q, why it happened, what drove hundreds of thousands of Americans to believe in such a ridiculous premise for an idea. And Who is it? Why? No, no, no. I want to watch it. Don't see the documentary. I'm not telling you. Aww. But it's, Prick it's, move. It's, uh, it's crazy and it moves quick. It is fast moving. Uh, there's a Stand lot of quail. information <laughs> and it is intense. It will make you question whether or not that we are going to be able to survive the next 50 years if we keep uh, living as stupidly as we are right now. And if people keep, if people are this easily swayed to believe something that is this crazy, then it really makes you question humanity. Um, well, but it blows I've been your mind. question it, humanity for a long time, man. Well, this is not going to fucking help. You are going to be blown away multiple times. Um, and 
you find out the reason why he did it. And it's just, and, and like the layers, how simply it happened. I think that's what really shocked me was how simply he was able to start the movement on a platform that nobody had ever heard of, which is one of the worst platforms in the history of the internet. It the dark web lives on the dark web. It's called a Chan. It is a place where anybody can go. It's basically what they call a picture. A Chan or 4chan? 4chan. So like with so Jesperson back in the day? Like G Eight Chris Chan. Bay and Darren A Chan. So like it started oh. as 4chan, but they got kicked off of 4chan. So they and doubled so it. They, they moved to A Chan. And Old. you'll see when you watch it. I I like there's times where in the first couple episodes you'll be like, why am I watching this? But stick with it because it will blow your you will see people that you cannot believe exist in this world. And that's my review of it. It's a must watch. And it's done by Adam McKay. Does anybody know who Adam McKay is? Adam so the, McHale. The producer. Adam, the guy made the <laughs> No. He was the producer of Step Brothers, Anchorman. He was really, you know, he, he basically wrote 10 of the best comedies in that big comedy bubble right around when like Old School and Wedding Crashers, all that kind of stuff was out. Um, he then partnered up with Will Ferrell to make Funny or Die, the website. And he was Will Ferrell's writing partner. He then took a left turn into very serious uh, subjects. And this is one of those subjects. He is a brilliant person. And this thing is uh, this thing is just fucking amazing. You got to watch so, it. The one thing I want to ask about the identity yeah. of Q, is it someone we've heard of? No. If okay. you, if you, if you, so it's been exposed. Like this thing came out like a good six months ago. And I don't know if you guys know this, but like ever since um, a certain somebody was not reelected into office, QAnon has really, really like been devastated. Like the amount of followers, it, the whole movement has just completely puttered to like a stop. And at a time, if you were in that world, yeah, his, you would know this person. Um, at one point in right before the, um, the insurrection of the insurgent, sorry, of the Capitol building, he had the second most powerful Twitter account behind Donald Trump. And so you won't know him because of that. He's not Cristiano a Ronaldo. <laughs> oh no. my God. Cristiano Ronaldo is cute. Yeah. Plot twist. Yeah. So, anyways. That's Powerful social media game. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Watch it. Be enlightened by some really, really crazy ass people out there. Um, and it's just a fun watch. <laughs> it's really What's the next one, Chalmers? What's the next thing? Yeah, we, two things. Okay, go, Charles. Hit us with some sad news. <laughs> oh, is it sad? Um, I don't want sad news. I, well, that's what he said. I saw, I I saw the Denmark, news. the play in the, in the Euro oh, 2020. Yeah. Um, a guy oh, named um, Christian Frederick Eric, Christian Erickson, sorry. He collapsed on the pitch and uh, you saw, you saw people basically jump into action and, uh, and save this guy's life. The captain of the Denmark team um, ran to him first, braced his head, ordered his team to create a privacy wall of their bodies around this player. He then fished his tongue out of the back of his throat, um, starting the process of saving this person's life. They did CPR, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. The, the, the player with the EMTs arrived. 
Yeah, when 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 the EMTs arrived on the field and up and and to uh, Erickson, he was um, dead, and they revived him with CPR and a defibrillator, and it was uh, fucking scary. And yeah. then they went after a ninety-minute um, delay. Uh, with the blessing of Erickson in the locker room, asking all of his teammates in a rare move of just, what is he thinking? He asked them how they were all doing, uh, having to have lived through it, and said that with his blessing, they should go back out and play. Um, and they did. And fortunately, they lost, not completing the Cinderella story of uh, oh, the movie. Then they ending. lost. Yeah. They lost one nothing to Finland, but it was just something that, like, just, you know, <laughs> guy ran there and saved his buddy's life like on a soccer field and some of the most you know most athletic best conditioned athletes in the world and this happens to him it was just it was just scary and i think it's something that like you could take it one or two ways you can be super scared by it or you can look and be like man that was really fucking amazing what just happened out there it was amazing that like i saw the interview with the doctor that performed cpr and it's just like how quickly they had to make decisions in what was unquestionably horrific circumstances. It's just, it's pretty amazing what all of them did to save his life. Well, this is where like the training they go through, right? The schooling, all that stuff, why it's so hard and why it's so important. So it can be like muscle memory, making those decisions like that in, in that moment to have a positive outcome. So, well, and thank God that they were so well-trained because like, you're going to a soccer game as an EMT. Let's be honest. You're probably thinking, oh, am I going to have to fucking pick one of these guys up who's flopping around on a stretcher and carry him off just to ice down his knee and put him back in the game? And You're probably not thinking something like this is going to happen. But well, thank yeah. God they had the proper people in place because that could have been devastating. I don't think, like, I mean, obviously, I don't remember it, but it's probably happened somewhere. But somebody dying on a field of play it's not something that I think any of us can remember or name of a time. And we just, you know, like if those guys weren't trained properly and if that captain didn't act the way he acted, we could have been talking about that today, you know? Well, I mean, like Jay Bomeister collapsed as well, like in the NHL not long ago. And it was the same thing where they had, mm-hmm. you know, people were trained and got to it exactly when they needed to, you know, it's pretty amazing what, they have, like Jay said, as muscle memory in the back of their minds because that's just like terrifying circumstances. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Anyway, so yeah, a little intense, but I just thought it's worth the worth the talk, you know, just because it's 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 all encompassing sports, you know. That's, those guys are teammates; they save their teammates' life. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, to kind of shift topics, but to bring up a subject uh, that we haven't talked about in a while is a little bit of sports betting, and I want to tell everyone. I want to tell the the divided group of Taylor Hall fans. I made a bunch of money betting against <laughs> Taylor Hall because yes. I knew the Isles. I knew they were fake news. I knew the Isles were going to whoop them, and they were heavily underdogged in that series. And I made some good, good coinage off of that series. And now I am going for the betting for the rest of the playoffs. I'm putting my money on the Islanders. They have blue and orange like the Oilers, so I can trick myself into thinking it's okay to do. Jordan Everly. Yeah, Jordan Everly. I am. Uh, I'm an. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. Not. A, I will never say I'm an Islanders fan. I'm an Islanders better. So is this a team of destiny? Like you're M. Chuck. Yeah. About the Islanders, you probably know a little bit more yeah. about just like their makeup. Is this is this an example of a team who just like found culture, 
with like a guy like Lou Lamarillo and found a bond and like just the fact that they're uh, uh, I don't know the intangibles of hockey are kind of like playing out on the ice. I give coach. I give more credit to Barry Trotz than anyone else. Like he's such a good coach. He's going to go down as one of the best coaches of this generation here. Like when you look at the body of work over the last fifteen years. And they're just really deep, right? Like you go, their third line is Pajot, Palmieri, Zajac. Like they're, they have depth and they're well coached. Their blue line is underrated. Like Ryan Pollock is so good. Adam Pellick is so good. And it's guys you don't hear a lot about, right? But they're, they play in that weird little bubble out on Long Island slash Brooklyn, whatever the hell goes on there. And they're just a team who, who knows how to win a one goal game. And they play like almost perfectly structured hockey, which for I like for me, it's a little irritating because I like a fast paced, wide open game. They just they do what it takes to win, though. It's it's impressive in that regard, and I give a lot of credit to Trotz. Anyways, and they won game one too. They not they I'm watching game. hockey. Yeah, I made some money yeah. on that too. I bet on them to win the series. I bet on them to win game one, and I put a cheeky bet on them to go all the way. If you wanna be a smart better like Jay. Find our friends at oddshark.com. They got everything you need. I've gone away from the hockey a little bit. I've been big into baseball, doing a lot of first five inning betting. Uh, You look at the starting pitching matchup. You look at how the opposition does against lefties and against righties. And uh, you can make a five inning bet. And I've been doing really, really well lately on those. So uh, if you want to, if you want to tail along with me here, uh, what do I got here? Tigers plus half a run today in the first five innings against KC. And uh, Cincinnati, Milwaukee, under five and a half in the first five. There you go. Do you bet every day? Yeah, I bet every day. Wow. Wow. You know what the the best part about this weekend was? was When my sons made a transition into hockey where they actually cared to watch it on TV. That happened this weekend also. We got home from our first game and we were having lunch. He put on the guide and he would never go to MLB's best or any game. And it's all he wants to watch. And so like... Yeah, there's that tipping point where he now is like played a competitive game and wants to watch it. It's cool. He's gonna love Vladdy Jr. Vladdy is watching a baseball game. Vladdy's going for fourth game in a row with a home run tonight, I believe. Um, shout out to Blue Jays Nation Radio. Shout out to Viridian Global and this sweet dome, sweet dome shirt I'm rocking. It's up on nationgear.ca. All right, we are uh, we're gonna wrap this bad boy up because we hit an hour, and that is when my attention span is done. And that's uh, about as much as you can take today, hey pal. We we crammed a lot of <laughs> lot of good stuff into this one. I got oh, wow. every every topic I wrote down that I wanted to touch on. We hit on, so that's a successful show in really? my books. Yep, every single Me one, too. all six. Well, I I I well during all this, I I uh, I sold the audio NFT of Chalmers saying prick move for four hundred eighty three dollars. Audio NFT, nice. What do I get for that? You have to come find 80, me on the dark 80, web, 40, buddy. 80, 20 my way. Yeah, uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a four fifths commission on the uh, on the four fifths commission. <laughs> prick move. <laughs> right. What a prick move. We're gonna, sons and four. Sons and four. We're gonna wrap sons this thing four. up. Episode wow. two ninety of the Real Life Podcast brought to you by the HGA Group. Special shout out to Neo Financial Manscape and Twig and Berries and Neo Financial. I think I just said them twice, though. I'm out of it. Oh, and, and HGA. <laughs> Episode's over. Great job on making You're it welcome. through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.